Hello, everyone. Welcome to our first episode of Rethink Everything, where we are going to rock your world and rack your brain. We're your hosts, Jillian Willie And Dr. Matt Singer. And today we're going to be talking about expecting the unexpected. So I, I'd like to, we, we, with this podcast, we want to push the limits. We really want to um, help people think outside the box. So um, when, so let, let's start this off first. These are some questions that I get. So, um, so Jill, let me ask this. So when people say um, that they, they tell me that they put up with the same, the same, you know, bullshit every day, they put up with the same thing every single day, but nothing changes. Um, and then they look at me confused and saying, how come my life isn't changing? Right. So this is one topic, which I thought we should, we should start with. It's so fun because it's so simple, like the change that we have to make. I'm not going to say it's easy. It's simple, not easy, but nobody knows about it and nobody thinks about it. And it's the reason that no matter what you do, no matter what level of success you get to, you don't feel the change. You don't feel whatever you're searching for. You don't find what you're searching for. You always feel like stuck like this never ending cycle and some, not everyone, there are some people who have figured it out, but, um, most of us haven't. So this is a really cool first topic that will definitely rack your mind. Yes. So, you know, you know, this is obviously a topic which I've spent years studying as well. And one of the, I guess one one of the key takeaways I've learned is when I, when I feel like, and I've, I've, been there more times than you can imagine. Um, but when I feel like I'm stuck somewhere in my life, um, and I, I, you have this, you know, that feeling like that, that uncomfortable, like empty pit in your stomach feeling where you know that there's more and you know, you want more. Um, but you have this feeling that either don't know what it is, or you don't know how to get it. That's the point in which we get stuck. And, you know, I, I've seen time and time again, we first have this desire to do something different. But then after a couple of months or after a year, when we are looking at the actual evidence that it's not there, that's the part where we start getting frustrated. And that's the part where people shift their focus from having an inspiration to now having, I need this. And that becomes like a desperate feeling. And then it goes from an inspiration to I have to. So we're moving away from uh, an aspect of this love connection where we, we were so excited to do something we were so inspired to now we feel like it's, it's this big burden and it's just taken over us and now the more we focus on the burden the more we keep creating the burden and the more the inner part of us is burdened the more we're going to see it on the outside because what we see on the inside creates on the outside so it feels like when we move away from this level of inspiration this level of love we're moving into this level of lack and the you know, the, the physical brain doesn't know we're there, but the heart does. And the heart, your, our inner self stays in this place of abundance and prosperity and knowing it's there when the physical brain is literally wasting all of our energy trying to figure out how we can change our life. And it spirals downward more and more and more until you get more frustrated, more unhealthy, and until everything in your life just feels like it's, it's pointless and it sucks. What do you say about that? 
Absolutely. I think there were a couple things you said that I think are really key points here. So you said feeling, you mentioned the feeling and that right there is that key element. You know, when we start out, as you mentioned, we start off strong. We start off in alignment because whatever new idea you have or whatever you're trying that's different, you're trying it because you want something different. You want to feel a different way and you're excited about it because it's in alignment with getting you to that feeling, right? It's a, and it's in alignment with your soul, your purpose, your, you know, whatever's next for you. And what, then we start, we act on it, but then that the, the conscious mind starts to take over and we start saying, wait a minute, okay, how am I supposed to make this work? This isn't, I'm not getting the results that I want. You know, this isn't the way I expected it to go. Wait, now I had this setback. And then we start, we get stuck. We let that, those experiences, the real life, what's happening become our vibration. We lose, as you said, that feeling of excitement and alignment that we had and we get stuck in our physical environment controlling our inside environment and then it just creates lack and then we focus on the lack and we create more of the lack and as you said it's this never-ending cycle it just keeps us stuck and then we have mm -hmm. to you know refine you know we hear an inspirational video or a talk or you know, we have that moment where we reconnect with that feeling and we're like, wait a minute. Okay. And then we re-energize, we repassionize almost. And then the cycle starts again. So yes. the feeling that is the key right there, the key word. Yes. Okay. So here, here's a, here's a good question. So I, I was, I'm working with a, a client and they said this to me, they said, um, things are going really well. And they tell my boss tells me I have to do my coworkers job because they just quit and I'm not getting paid anymore. And I'm, I'm not getting a raise. I'm not getting an acknowledgement, but I have to do this and it's pissing me off even more. Give, give, give me your opinion on that. Well, first off, that's complete bullshit. Nobody should be expecting you to do that. No. And I'm not saying, um, like, and I'm saying it from the point of view of, of that person, like, no, like stand up for yourself, have your boundaries, you know? Right. And I think that's, that's the key here is having boundaries and it has mm -hmm. to be boundaries that you're comfortable with, or maybe you're even not comfortable because it's outside your comfort zone to say no, but I think having a clear, this is what I am actually okay with, you know, because there yeah. are plenty of times when we're happy to step in and and help people out. I mean, that's a beautiful thing to do, but you, you need to be very clear on what it is that you actually want, are willing to do, are happy to do. That's not going to overwhelm you because you have a job too. You're not getting paid extra for this extra work um, and, being, and being able to say, I will do X, Y, and Z and that's it. And, and saying no when, when you need to. Yeah. Okay. So let, let me ask you this part. So I, I, I haven't said this to this person yet, but here was my, my initial thought when I, when I was reading the email to me, when they, when they said this is um, the, the thing that this person is forgetting is on the deepest level, they're creating their life. They are the creators. So on the deepest level, to me, it seems like they don't like their job and the universe is showing them 
another opportunity to either make a change or leave this job because the universe will just keep throwing more and more and more challenges in front of this person because deep down they're not happy with their job they're they're doing something because they feel like they have to do it for something for money to pay bills to do this to do that they're not doing it out of their passion they're doing it because they think they have to do it for something and and it's that for something is not strong enough it's not compelling enough to say yeah you know what I, I i'm doing this and it pays my bills but deep down sometimes we don't like our bills enough to even want to stay in that job you know what i mean so what, what would you say to this person i think there's you know there's the the, the two sides of it i think there's you know one is the doing the internal work to figure out, okay, well, why is this showing up for me? What am I feeling? What am I thinking? What do I need to heal from? What it, cause it depends. Every situation is going to vary. Um, but, you know, doing the internal work to figure out why is this showing up? What is the core? How did I create this? Or why is it coming to me? Because um, we do, we create everything that shows up for us, whether it's something that's good or something we perceive as not good. Um, and then figure out from there, well, what, what aligns to you? What, what can you do here? I think my boundaries example is, is more of like the humanizing it, you know, the conscious mind, this is what you can do to, to kind of move away from that. But I think, um, you're right that you do need to do the internal work to fig to figure out why it's showing up for you. Um, right. Absolutely. So now the so so the internal work like you're saying that that's so huge because so we we know and it's still easy to get thrown off we know that anything that happens to me on the outside i it, it's a reflection of me so anything that happens to me good or not so good it means that i was feeling it first on the inside so i'm always the creator people could say oh no you can't think like that you didn't create this I may not have created the situation, but I was in the same vibration that attract that opportunity for me to see this. There's, there's never a time where we're not operating within the rules of the universe. And for someone to think, well, no, I didn't create this. You know, that's why things don't change. Because if you're not willing to take responsibility of the fact that you're creating something and then you're wondering why it happens, how are you ever supposed to expect for it to change? It's impossible. You know, that's like literally living, you know, with your head just buried in the sand so the, the the minute that you know we can humble ourselves and say fine i created this why what was my state of being that led me into this predicament oh so i'm being forced to do something i don't want to do in my job how's that making me feel it's making me feel taken advantage of okay so where in your life are you feeling taken advantage of already before this happened you know and and then they're you know they're they're going to rattle off Oh, I was feeling taken advantage of my relationship and, and my my uh, girlfriend or boyfriend or this or that. It's there. It's you know they. So. So, if if someone is asking you the question of, you know what I I didn't create this. There's no way. That's 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 ridiculous. What are you going to say to them? Well, just like you were just saying, it it's about taking that that look at. Well, what vibration are you in? How does this situation make you feel? And does it resonate with you that you felt that way before? Because if you felt that way, then you were operating at that frequency. So at some point you had to have been feeling that way to draw that experience to you. 
and then kind right. of take a look and say, well, what, what am I feeling inside that is a mirror of this? Um, you know, I have a really good example that I dealt with for my own personal self. Um, I, I, we were moving, so we were in an apartment, we wanted to move bigger house, you know, whatever. And my, my apartment was always a hot mess. I mean, it was just, I could not keep it organized and clean, whatever. And I wasn't happy there. So we found this house. We loved it. It was great. You know, we moved in lots of space. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I've got all this space. I'm going to be able to, you know, not have a messy house because I've got more room and it's going to make me happy because I've always wanted to live in a bigger house, whatever. So we did it. We moved, you know, got settled, whatever. And of course, at first I was really excited and I was happy and everything had its place. And for maybe a week or two, I did keep the house nice and neat and clean and organized. But then as time continued, my house got messy again and I was not happy. I still had all the other things going on in my life that I wasn't happy with. And then I could find, oh, well, I'm not happy with the house because, you know, it's not updated and this problem and that, and, you know, oh, now it's so big. So now I have more to clean. And, you know, so I was right back into that initial vibration that I was in prior to moving. So why didn't the move work and solve all my problems? Because nothing changed on the inside. I expected my outside world to change me on the inside, how I felt, but that isn't how it works. You know, I moved physical locations, but I didn't do anything inside of myself to change my paradigms or address why I had this like disorganization showing up for me. So because your outer world is a reflection of the inside, I had to figure out, which I didn't know at the time, I had to figure out what inside of me feels chaotic and messy and what inside me feels unhappy. And then once I addressed that, I was able to work through that so that, and then it's just like magic. It was just easy for me to get my house clean and organized. And then it just mm -hmm. stayed that way. <laughs> now, when, when, when you discovered that those things you were talking about, um, what 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 types of things did you do to help you clear it out? Did you meditate? Did you did you journal? Like what types of things did you do once you discovered it? Um, what what types of things did you like to? Because I, I'll tell you something I like to do. But what are some of the things you like to to do to to once you realize it? What is it? What is the thing you did to make the I mean, change? It's, it's a it's a process, and there are different things that resonate for different people. Um, I have always been very reflective. So for me, it was a lot easier. I, I like to meditate. So I was able to kind of put the question out there and then meditate on it. And there was a mix of my my guides, my higher self, you know, whatever you resonate with, everyone calls it something different, kind of illuminated the light on where where it was coming from. And I was just brutally honest with myself, like, okay, this is what feels chaotic to me. And, um, and then kind of work through it from there. Awesome. Yeah. You know, and because that, that's, that, that's the most powerful one. Once, once I'm able to discover, you know, what that stressor is that I'm holding on to, um, you know, cause what the, the, the greatest, the greatest game that's ever played on us is the division between the, the brain and the heart, you know, because the, the, the ego brain um, 
you know, it, it's, it's like that high school student that doesn't want to admit they're wrong or is afraid to admit something. Um, you know, if they clog the toilet, they're afraid to admit that they clogged the toilet. That's, that's the ego brain. The heart says, no, I did it. I'm the one who did it. Absolutely. I, um, I ate the wrong foods and I, I totally clogged the toilet. But the ego brain will never, you know, bring us to that point. So the ego brain is afraid for us to admit that there's something wrong. It's afraid for us to think that there's something wrong with us or have any kind of fears. Um, it wants to move away from any challenges and it doesn't want us to grow forward because it wants to stay stressed and keep us away from the worst possible scenario. Yet that just keeps us where we are. So, you know, some, some of the other, the other things that I've learned that really have helped me is I, I read a letter to myself. It's like I read an energetic letter to myself and I, I say to myself, all right, Matt, let's get real. This is exactly what it is that's bothering me. And I start writing a letter. And as I write it, I feel like all that stress is coming off me. And I feel like that thing that I was holding on to. Um, and there's usually one main core reason, you know, that you hold on to something because I think that there's something that I desire that I won't be able to have. And then there's a fear behind it. And then you, you create all these illusions that what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? And then the universe always has our back. But when we are in that state of stress, we forget. And then we think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be alone. I'm going to be stranded. This is never going to work out. And everything is going to go to shit. And it never does, as long as we know that we're always supported. So that's, you know, that, that's the grand illusion. Um, but, but, you know, letter writing has always been huge for me, um, you know, in that, in that uh, instant. Yeah, yeah, it's there's a lot of strategies and it really does depend on, you know, what resonates with people and, and it might change too. there are things that I used to do in the beginning of my spiritual journey that really resonated and then they didn't really work anymore. And then, you know, I would go in and out of different things and it really, you know, we're always changing and evolving and growing. So you're going to resonate with different different pieces at different times. Yeah, um, but I think it's really important. You know, the big takeaway is we have to raise our vibration before we make the big change. We have to align a little bit more because otherwise you're just not going to you're not going to get the feeling that you want out of whatever it is that you're after. Yeah. So let, let's talk about vibration for a second. So. Um, so let's say there's let's say there's going back to that person who's in the job right? Who now is told that they have to do somebody else's job. They're not getting paid more and they're not getting a promotion or acknowledged or anything. Basically do this or leave. So someone like that now, obviously their vibration is going to be very low, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So um, it's not, it's not going to be very long until that vibration starts attracting other negative vibrations and then he's going to go on a downward spiral. So, um, Someone's in that situation. What, what's what's the first thing to do to stop that out of control locomotive from just downward spiral? Well, I I would I would always start by stopping. And I mean, again, this it's going to depend on the person because no one strategy is going to work for one person. But what I do for me personally, um, you know, I I kind of stop. I take a breath because when you're in that moment, it's kind of like when you get angry, you know, you lash out, you make rash decisions, but when you can kind of cool down and, you know, 
recalibrate yourself, you, you know, you can think things through. So I, I always think the first thing is to kind of detach from the situation a little bit, you know, cool down, move away from it, wait until you're in a better state of mind before you do anything. Um, and then from that place, really analyze, you know, what, what does, what do you want? What aligns with you in this moment? Where are your boundaries? What, what, where are you headed? Um, I think there's a lot of different questions to ask and a lot of soul searching that would have to happen in that moment. Um, and it may not be a, a decision that you can make right away. It might take time. You might have to change some beliefs. You know, you might have to change some paradigms because a lot of people I think would feel like they have to do what they have to do because they've got bills to pay and they've got a life to live and they can't just drop everything. So there might be some limits that need to be worked through, or the person might be able to say, look, no, I'm going to follow my intuition. I'm not going to, no means no, I'm going to quit and, and it's going to work out. And then having, you know, the positivity living in a place of, you know, now I'm free and liberated, it's going to bring you opportunities, you know, that are going to align to that. So it really depends on the person. Absolutely. So now in, in, in this case, because there's so many different scenarios with this, and it's really a deep, and, and you and I obviously go through a lot of this stuff with our clients, but, um, you know, when, when someone is in that situation, also, I find that they are now, um, they are giving in um, when they don't want to give in. So if they have, if they have, what, what it basically does is it infringes on their core beliefs. So let's say their core belief is that they are worthy and valuable. And now they're put in a situation to make themselves feel unworthy and unvaluable. So they're putting themselves in a situation on their own. They are doing that to themselves. Their boss didn't do it. The job didn't do it. They did it to themselves. They made themselves instantly feel undervalued. At the moment they felt undervalued, they stopped loving themselves. They go from a, a place of self-love to a place of, of now putting themselves down, which really, it means that now we go to a place of condition-based love. When, when I'm being uh, praised for something, I feel good about myself. When I'm being uh, demoted, I feel horrible about myself. When I'm being told I have to do something I don't wanna do, I feel horrible about myself. That's all condition-based love, that's the, that's the yo-yo problem. So now if this person could stay in their state of belief, that no matter what, they're always the most important person in the world, and they are always unconditionally loved first by themselves, then they'd be able to make clear decisions, have a clear mind about what's going on, and then be able to rationally say, does this job still serve me? And why did I even attract this situation into my life? Yeah. What do you um, think about that? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, as we've said, you know, it's all conscious creation, even if we don't, we don't think about it that way. I mean, even myself being in this, you know, in this material, knowing about it, living it, breathing it, I still have moments where it, it doesn't dawn on me at first that I am the one that created X, Y, and Z. So, um, but when we can bring it back to that, I think it is a powerful way to then kind of flip the script and, and create what you do want when you can do that reflective work and, you know, really be mindful of your vibration and, mm -hmm. and work on changing the paradigms and beliefs. So I think there's a lot of moving parts to it, 
Um, but yeah. and there's a lot of awareness, but I think it's very powerful. Um, and it's really satisfying when you, you know, when, when you yeah. realize it, it's, it's, it's all there on purpose. Yes. So then what would you say to someone who says, well, I'm just going to suck it up and I'm just going to do it. And then I only have 10 more years to retire. Well, I, I mean, I would say same thing. I've actually had some people in this situation um, where they are kind of like, I'm just going to do it. And I would say, is that truly what you want? Yeah, absolutely. You could go ahead. You could do that you know, but is it what you truly want? Is it going to satisfy you? Is it going to bring you joy and happiness? And is that how you really want to live? I mean, 10 years is a long time. Um, so, you know, if I wouldn't want to do that and I would never put anything on anybody else, you know, but I would really, really want them to dig deep and say, well, you know, let's think about it, you know, truly. Yeah. Awesome. I, I know that this can go on. This conversation can go on for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so it's a deep. good one. Um, and if anyone has, you know, any questions, any comments, you want specific advice, you know, you can drop a comment or check us out in our Create Your Life Facebook group. Check out our website, um, xo-universe.com. We are always happy to help however we can. And if anyone has anything that they would like to know more about, you know, let us know and we can create some episodes around that as well. So any last words? Um, don't ever, don't ever think that you can't have everything you desire. Good one. Good last words to live by. So thank you everyone. We're so grateful and we will see you next time.